0: Welcome to the Run Radio Podcast. My name is Trina Wilcox and there is a great event happening this Saturday and it is called the Monster Makers event and my guest Jared's going to tell us a little bit about what he's going to be doing at the uh, at the bar. Welcome.
1: Hi. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um.
0: So what what are you going to be doing for us?
1: Well, we are going to do a mocktail bar for the event. Um, we're going to have like five different drinks, and uh, they're all made in-house, and we're going to try to showcase those.
0: Ooh, sounds like fun. Do we get to have a little, hear what the menu's going to be? We'll see. Yes,
1: absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> so, um couple, um, I'm making a blueberry shrub, and in case uh, nobody knows what that is, a shrub is a... Uh, it's a drink that they used to drink in the 1700s, where it, they, the base is apple cider vinegar, and they infuse it with sugar and then uh, a whole lot of fruit. Uh, in this case, we'll be doing a blueberry shrub, and then uh, it's just over ice with uh, some club soda on top, so it's nice, refreshing, and kind of tangy.
0: That sounds good. I mean, I'll do shots of apple cider vinegar. So I yeah. think if you actually yeah. oh, flavor, okay. yeah, <laughs> love it, it would probably be great.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll definitely appeal to like the kombucha crowd and everything. So oh, it, cool. it's, it's you know, that alley. Yeah.
0: All right. So and that then, sounds great.
1: Yeah. And then we're doing a, this one's pretty basic. It's just a uh, strawberry and kiwi soda. So um, yeah, just infused a bunch of uh, strawberry and kiwis together. And uh, that's also a club soda. And then, um, then one of James's drinks is a mango pineapple habanero mojito. so it's, it's a mouthful to say <laughs> um, but uh it's gonna be made with uh crushed basil mint and lime, and it's kind of a zesty and peppery summer drink. And then let's see what's our next one. Ah uh, yes, and then we have the spiced apple and pear ginger fizz. Um, so it's mixed with cinnamon and served over ice with a sweet and spicy kick to it. And then we have a cold brew uh, mudslide. It's a uh, kind of a creamy like. Are you familiar with cold brew coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So so it's yeah it's like steep the the coffee steep for like twenty four hours and uh, it's gonna be uh sweet and. Nice refreshing drink. And then um I think I see here. I think yeah, I covered them all. That's it.
0: Yeah, cool. How long have you been doing drinks?
1: Uh almost 20 years. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, I'm a bartender, so this is a little different. I don't I usually don't make that many mocktails, but uh yeah, we're doing it for this event.
0: Do you find it harder to make a mocktail and make it come out with the flavors that you expect? Um,
1: It's, it's, it's more like sometimes you find yourself with mocktails, You it's easy to kind of just do the same thing, but with oh. just different flavors. Um, you just kind of fall into that. You can fall into that trap. Um, but to like really appeal to like a former drinking crowd, it can be kind of hard, but uh, there's some good... Uh, substitutes out substitutes out there
0: what made you want to start making drinks and serving them anyway
1: oh poof uh, <laughs> um i i guess uh, the first time i went to a, a bar i just uh kind of became fascinated with the uh, the kind of alchemist quality to it um behind the bar and then you know you're you're kind of the center of attention but not too much so it's it's, it's kind of gratifying in that regard
0: i've never been a big drinker but it is there's something appealing about watching the magic happen back there And i'm sure it's even more intense when you are behind the scenes what's one of the most challenging things as a bartender that you're up against that we as your patrons probably have no idea
1: oh um there's a few things but uh Really like having all the eyes on you while you're making several different drinks and and people not realizing like an experienced bartender has a good idea of who's at the bar first. And we're trying to, you know, to do it in order of, you know, first come first serve. And not everyone always gets that, especially after they've had a couple and they become impatient and you just kind of see everyone staring at you and people trying to flag you down or uh, yell your name out. And it, it, it can get a little frustrating in like really high intense situations like that, but uh, you, you get used to it.
0: When it comes to knowing your drinks, do you, is there pretty much, I know there are some standards, but are there also a lot of drinks that are just, they have the same name for a different, you know, people will call something that's like, oh, that's what you meant. And you have to try to figure it out.
1: Yeah, th- there's, um. yeah, there's a lot of regional differences too okay. um, like there's um some people will order a Cuba libra which is essentially just a roman coke with a lime like muddled in there um so it's like the most pretentious simple drink um but there's you know there's stuff like uh, a vegas bomb which everyone has a totally different conception of what a vegas bomb is and what one is even even in springfield different bars doing completely different let alone regionally um, and I, had bartended in Seattle for the last eight years, uh, up until COVID and they didn't, no one even knew what a Vegas bomb was out there. It was a completely different drinking culture. So what's, stuff the, like most, that,
0: what's the most complicated drink you've ever had to make?
1: Oh, um, uh, Singapore sling is pretty intensive, but mostly just a lot of different ingredients. So you're kind of running around the bar trying to get it all because they're you know so that that drink tends to have everything's just spread out um but a uh Ramos gin fizz is uh kind of the bane of of the bartender it takes it, <laughs> like 10 minutes to shake.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, it, it's incredibly labor intensive. And on a busy night, you do not want to hear someone order that. But fortunately, <laughs> most people don't know that drink.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's now your go-to drink? Now I
1: regret having even mentioned it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? What's your go-to drink?
1: Oh, I, if it's not beer, like some sort of craft beer, something heavy like a, a Trappist Ale or a Triple or a Stout. Um, if it's a cocktail, just a gin and tonic yeah
0: do you do you mess around with making your own drinks very often
1: I do I always have a few different th- projects going on at home but uh yeah usually it's a it's a pretty straight simple go-to but yeah I uh I had this one thing I'm working on at home it's a uh like a spicy tamarind infusion uh I have with bourbon and uh I'm still working on it though it's a little it's a little too tart
0: with the rise of the mocktails and so many people just not drinking these days do you see yourself getting more into that
1: um yeah um most craft cocktail bars now will have a little side menu of mocktails um so yeah it's, it's especially uh the younger crowd um tends to they're less heavy of drinkers which ultimately is you know healthy and good and all but uh it definitely has changed uh, the industry significantly.
0: What would be a good thing for someone not familiar with a mocktail list to order when they go up to, maybe it's a bar that doesn't even have the mocktail menu or anything. What could they get that they're gonna be not oh, completely like, disappointed in?
1: Okay, Um let's see, I can of threw me off guard. Um, usually let's see well now like, like like something like most bars would have yeah um usually if they have ginger beer there's a there's a lot they could play around with with uh different fruit like if they if the bar has various fruit syrups and whatnot if they make their own um like every bar is going to have grenadine so you can always like do grenadine and like soda or Sprite, which, you know, that's just a Shirley Temple. Um, but a Shirley Temple is going to be at every single bar um, or a lemonade. Um, every bar is going to have lemon juice. And if you want like a, a house made lemonade, you, you can get one right on the spot. That's not just uh, sweet and sour if they have like lemon juice, simple syrup, soda water.
0: Very cool. Okay, so we're going to get to see you demonstrate your mocktail skills this Saturday. Tell everybody again the time and where they can exactly find you.
1: (laughs) Uh, Sorry. sorry. Uh, Well, I I knew that part. It's noon to four at uh, Kaiju Coffee in the...
0: Drew Lewis Foundation Building, I think? Yes,
1: the Fairbanks. Uh, Yeah, The Fairbanks, yes. Yes, yes.
0: Yes. So (laughs) I just
1: realized I forgot the name of the building.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I wanted to make sure people do know that it's a little, a little bit to find, but you're going to have a great time when you get there. And uh, if people want to come find you after that for some of your drink skills, do you want to share that?
1: Yes. I work at the warehouse bar. Um, It's on West Sunshine, 2463 West Sunshine. Um, It's in a big warehouse right next to US Automotive um and we have a we usually have a couple like a food truck or two and then we also have a couple little restaurants um kind of like a food hall style um but yeah warehouse bar west sunshine
0: all right sounds great thanks so much for sharing and we will see you on saturday
1: all right see you then thank you
0: bye thanks jared